0: What's up, everyone, and welcome to The Dukan Show. Every single week during these strange and interesting times, the legal environment seems to be changing. OT and I are here today to present something we're so excited about. It is called Legal-ish. Welcome to your tribe. What's up, everyone, and welcome to The Deccan Show uh, for our session called Legal-ish with the wonderful, my favorite, Ahmed Oda, who uh, will bring us all the latest and greatest in the legal world. Uh, Our week is changing on the daily basis. Our world is changing on a daily basis, and uh, the legal landscape is doing so as well. So we've created this little segment so that you can ask your questions if you have legal questions, and we can try and figure this out together because, like we said, the times are changing and... We want to find our way through this in the happiest way possible. It is getting better, and we're going to do so together. So I've got OT, and we've got Ahmed. Ahmed, say hi to everybody. Yeah. Hey
1: guys, <laughs> good to have, good to see you again. And. And all uh, and all this jazz with the COVID again. So I'm so excited to, to
2: come back.
0: <laughs> I know. We're, Welcome back. We're back. COVID's still here, but lots of changes happening. <laughs> like so. Okay, I was I was reading. So obviously we read the news every day because it's the thing I do now. Um, and I saw this article about this guy on TikTok who like is in his living room. He sneezes on a banknote, like on a UAE Durham, and or I don't know how many dirhams, but he sneezes on the banknote, and then throws it on the ground, and next thing you know, Mans is arrested and he's been put in jail. And I know why, but Ahmed, can you explain, what did our boy do wrong? <laughs> what should he not have?
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, I wouldn't be surprised if, if many countries have a law that would prohibit uh, the people in society to you know to abuse or or sort of do something uh, wrong with their own currencies. But uh, yeah, I mean there is a cyber crime, uh, cyber crime law here in the country, and there is also a penal code associated with it. And basically, what he did is that he just you know he he made fun of the currency and made fun of the country, either uh, the country either directly or indirectly, and it just yeah. looked bad uh, on him as well. I have actually haven't seen that video. I don't know if you have.
0: No, but, um, I haven't. I just saw that really like... uh sh-
2: I think it was taken down. Yeah. I haven't seen it either. I only saw uh-huh. the picture
0: of him in the article with him like against the cybercrime background and it's like uh, no! And, and the
2: cybercrime logo? The cybercrime yeah. logo. Which by the way, great branding. <laughs> so good. So you know <laughs> Great exactly. branding exercise. Yes, like so it says cybercrime in the back.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> when I looked at it I was like, okay, I think some people don't realize this is serious business and obviously when you're online, you are representing yourself and you can get in absolute trouble for doing things like don't sneeze on the money guys don't throw it on the ground (laughs) let's it's it's the abcs
1: of living in this country (laughs)
0: yeah
1: yeah yeah exactly (laughs) just if you don't know these rules by
2: now you should not even be here
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah, exactly and you can go home now because ot are are we back in business what's going on like
2: yeah so here's what's i mean we are so what's been happening right now as we've seen since zaid Not only business, a lot of businesses are back in the game and reopening, but also I think businesses that we didn't think are going to be opening up so soon, like gyms and cinemas, are back in full effect, and I find that to be really interesting. Like even now, the government of Dubai has also announced that they're resuming work from their office as at a fifty percent capacity of employees as of Sunday, thirty first of May, and probably by June 14, 2020, they're going to be back at 100%. Okay. Right? So the whole city now is opening up in this gradual manner, but also um even flights are back in the game. Uh, Emirates also announced uh, that they're going to be resuming passenger flights to 12 Arab countries as of July 1st. So we're seeing this uh, motion and this open and this process of opening up uh to city and uh, reduction of lockdown. So like what are your thoughts on that Ahmed as well? Cuz I was really curious to see Thanks from your point of view on this.
1: Yeah, so I think that that is, I mean, a f- fantastic move that, that the country's done, actually sort of reopening up the country slowly and even being, trying to be like a, a model for other countries, especially GCC countries, and to onto how to reopen it, an economy after uh, COVID. And that also uh, supports their uh, uh, new hashtag um, tag. I think, I think it says, we are all responsible, right? Yes. So it says that, guys, you know, we can, you know, no longer treat you as kids and we have to sort of, you know, uh, put the responsibility back on you and the burden on you to to take care of yourself and your family and not, you know, uh, not spread this virus uh, um, needlessly. So with that, I think uh, things should be on the up and up. Especially with the government's reopening, I mean, if, when you're saying 100% of the government's reopening, that means a lot of that sort of the bottleneck of, of the of the work that used to happen in the COVID days is now going to get released finally. All the if you can imagine any transaction, be it setting up a company or you know even paying a fine or, or sorting sorting your business issues out, that will get much easier uh, in the next coming months, and it'll ease the flow of the business as well.
0: We hope so. We really hope so, because it is it is such an important it is such an important um, a, a point of hope to say, OK, the end is there and we have to figure it out together. I think that's the biggest point about all of this. Yeah. We may not have a vaccine, we but we have. And I
2: think that gives them time as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, OT. And it, it gives them time because remember, they said that, you know, by a lot of um, things that have been put on hold till December, like overstay fines or any visa issues or any of these things that have been put on pause till December. And now they're, they have time to kind of start processing and prepping for that because I feel like there would be an avalanche between now and December, <laughs> yes. right, of these um, yeah. applications coming in. I mean, a lot of
1: pessimists yeah, will say not- like, yeah, oh, prepare for the second wave of the virus and all that. Look, you know, uh, be it the second, third, fifth wave, the virus is here to stay. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't make sense to to count the number of waves that the virus is going to go through. Nobody counts how many how many times the flu no. uh, hits. Um, you know, in the human history, it's just it's just here to stay, and um, uh, we just have to act accordingly. And and I like the way the country is moving in this direction. That the fact that, like, that we cannot stop the economy just because of this uh, um, virus.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I agree yeah. completely. And I think that the, the second wave is a wave we're prepared for. We know what the practice is. We know what the experience is. This first, un, this first kind of hit, we didn't really know. But I think this is the most spoken about topic in the world about, at the moment. We have to find a way to just navigate it together. Um, Mm -hmm. But part of that is education. Part of that is educating ourselves. And one of the things I was actually looking through um, your website, and I noticed that you have this this explainer series on the MIO law firm website. And uh, speaking of education, I feel like I, I don't think a lot of people know about this. And I don't think there are many firms that do this so i want you to if you don't mind can you just tell us a little more about you know your what this what the explainer series is and what people are doing
1: yeah uh, i mean i i started this initiative in the beginning of 2019 uh, where we've uh, come up with a uh, a series of of explainer videos that are sort of animated and and you know done in a simple manner where uh, Uh, And they don't take too long, because I know people these days, they don't like to watch very long videos. So it's like, you know, two, three minutes tops. And we associate an article with the video in case someone needs to to know more. But uh, the videos will, you know, we'll take every month, we'll tackle a specific topic, whatever it may be, rental disputes, divorce and bounce checks and all that. And uh, and we'll just address that topic for that particular month and we'll supplement it with, with articles and links and all that. And uh, obviously, that would sort of, you know, kind of uh, would be using it as well for our, you know, um, uh, corporate ads and all that stuff. But yeah. the 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 effort that goes into making uh, this content uh, far outweighs uh, the business that we expect. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it's, <laughs> I like the I like the fact that now we have a a. Uh, like uh, I don't know how many videos, maybe sort I think of eight, you have about videos. eight
0: videos. And to be honest, the latest yeah. mm-hmm. one is about the stability of contracts during of employment contracts during COVID nineteen, which is such a relevant topic to you know discuss, especially in this time. Even with us, we're getting so many questions about what's happening with employment and where does employment law stand. So I think I totally understand why you would do that, and I think it's a wonderful service for the community to make the law accessible. Um, um, and i believe you they w- people can access these videos on facebook and there's there's some comments that they can engage with as well but formally i believe the, you know if they want to contact you uh, it's uh on the mio law firm website which is law firm. Dot com. Uh it's under the legal insights guys if you're taking a look and uh, the latest uh, article is quite extensive along with the video that's there um if it's pretty much kind of what we tackle on legal ish as well so it's pretty cool i like i like that it's um, all aligned yeah. 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 Um, shall we get into the question? Yeah,
2: and definitely as a reminder, what we'll do... Go ahead, Oti. What we'll do just as a reminder as well is that we're always going to put the links yeah. in the show notes. So for those that want to get access to the article, we'll be sure to link this one up, up there as well for them.
0: Wonderful. And not only that, I think that what we can do um, moving forward is uh, we will also share the MIO law firm uh, Instagram, and I believe the website is, on the bio, is, is in the link on the bio there as well. So... Lots of places yes. to get legal uh, information. Um, all all paths lead to MIO law firm. So, <laughs> 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 my favorite place, honestly, to go when I'm when I'm concerned. I only call you when I've got something like what is happening here and uh, true concerns. Best best place to go. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, okay, so speaking of concerns, let's go into our first listener question. Uh, I'm going to read it out. So Ahmed, you ready? Sure. All right. So this uh, is an anonymous listener. I used to work as a doctor in a hospital until December 2019. In January 2020, the hospital issued me three post-dated checks as a final settlement and canceled my visa. These checks were due on March, April, and May 2020. So the last one, I think, was just due. Now, the first two checks of March and April were honored. However, the May month check bounced. And I contacted the CFO of the hospital, but he's not giving me a solution to this issue in the meantime i had returned to my home country in india and i was waiting for the new visa to be issued for another job when the lockdown and flight ban occurred and at the moment i'm stuck in india what are my options and what can i do further
1: Hmm. so he received three checks from the hospital it seems yes for for his end of service and then one of them just bounced Right. the last
0: one which is may uh, bounced and he seems to, the mm. there's no solution. It seems like the hospital ran out of money. That seems to be what's happened.
1: That's interesting. Uh, the reason anyone would give a, a, a post-dated check, especially today is, uh, you know, one of two reasons, either he, uh, he wants to schedule his cash flows or yes. he had just, <laughs> what was what we've been seeing quite, um, sort of a quite often recently is that they just have no intention to pay so they just sort of you know give you a post-dated check and uh, you know say come back when it bounces and then and then we'll discuss it again but when you were giving when a hospital a company you know that that has a a steady uh, amount of uh, cash flow and, and capital and and overheads when they give uh, uh, pdcs you expect them to adhere to the Pdcs I mean you don't want you don't want that sort of as a black point and they with the hospital's mm-hmm, bank. Mm-hmm. And I don't think the hospital will will uh, not adhere to this payment eventually some cash will enter the hospital that, that account.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so long as it's the same account that he you know used to draw his salary from and he'll just have to try uh, in cashing that check again. Obviously now he's not in the country so he cannot cash it he might be able to give a power of attorney to someone to encash it on his behalf or, okay. or you know. But um, uh, otherwise, he can just, you know, have a discussion with the hospital in writing, say, guys, you know, why is this check not being encashed? It doesn't make sense for him to call the, to call the CFO just like, uh, you know, and and, and demand a, a response from him. It's just say, guys, when can I encash this check? Fine, it's PDC, the, the, the date the, of the check is now due. You just let me know when is the right time for me to encash it so I can uh, get my money. Uh, and I would not suggest Question. him going the police case route and all that stuff. You wouldn't. Stuff. Can you no let us know it. why? No. Because I think I'm, I'm a strong believer of not burning bridges mm-hmm. between employees and empl- employers. And especially between a hospital, a, an enterprise that, that you know he's been working with for I, I don't know how long. It doesn't, you know, for him to file a police complaint over one post-data check for the last month, it doesn't look too well on his... Uh, on his, uh, on his conscience, I think. But he can, mm. uh, if he wants to, he can. Uh, but it's, mm. um, it's going to so take a time. So, question: You mentioned yeah.
2: that also you wanted him to, um, make, uh, to have that communication in writing, mm. right? Um, can you elaborate on why it needs to be in writing? Well, to put
1: to put an email in write, uh, you know, to to the CFO saying. Look, we I got a um, I got a receipt from the bank saying that this check is returned due to insufficient funds. Please, could you give us you know give me a justification as to what the issue is, and if I can you know when can I get paid? It, putting that in writing is is always useful, and getting acknowledgements from their side saying okay, we are we apologize, we might you know you might be able to pull out your uh your money on this date. That is always useful in records that you could take it to the police, take it to court if you need to, mm-hmm. right? Again, I. Okay. Because then the phone call is like your word against Yeah, kind it of seems. Thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, a post data check these days is pretty much an acknowledgement of payment, which if you dishonor it, then it will, you know, then the um, uh, the beneficiary will have, in, you know, his, he'd be entitled to file a police complaint and a, uh, a civil case. But it's a lot of work and time. Yeah. And no one has that kind of work, uh, that time available on them today. So we were always trying mm-hmm. to advise not to go that route.
2: Yeah. Clear.
0: Clear? That's clear.
2: All right. Yeah. Sweet. All right.
0: Tough one. <laughs> All right.
2: On to the second question. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to read this one out for you. So this one says, our question is that, my employer gave me a one-month notice of termination in relation to COVID-19. Their final account calculations, including my unused leave and compensation in lieu of the notice period, plus... They said that they will keep my visa and health insurance till my departure or transfer. Mm -hmm. However, they refused to comply with their obligations for resignation to virtual labor market and supporting me in terms of accommodation and payment of all entitlements, between brackets, a.k.a. less Mm -hmm. wage, until I leave the state or obtain a permit to work in another company, despite the fact that my contract explicitly states my monthly payments is to be composed of four components, which are base salary plus the allowance for housing, living, and transportation, so I think the question is that, um does this per- do you think this person has a case, and if they do, what should they do? This is something that we tackled in the last
1: episode. Yeah, it's quite uh, similar, uh, right? isn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. and I like to uh, sort of just you know regurgitate everything that was said before because sometimes people are still confuse between termination, yes, unpaid leave, and reduced salaries. I think you yeah. mentioned in the beginnings that they. They terminated them, right? They gave a one-month notice for- Yes, uh, it has been terminated. Right. So the, ter- the COVID notice, uh, the, the the termination, regardless of whether it's COVID-related or not, is a termination notice. It, uh, you, you fall back on the UAE labor law, where the end-of-service uh, benefits, which include the gratuity and the um, and the unpaid leave salary, everything that is you know applicable to the uh, employee by law, he'll get it. It has nothing to do with the recent um, mohre Resolution number mm-hmm. two seven nine. OK, the, the the 279 resolution focuses on unpaid leave, what happens in the event that the company says we don't want to pay you, we want you to stay at home and, you know, and but if you find a job, then you can go get the job or uh, reduce salaries. It mentions nothing about termination or any sort of bonuses that you get in, in case of termination. So some people might have uh, confused this with, um, with the actual t- uh, labor law provisions, which are still there and still... Very valid, <laughs> so he will not get anything else aside from the end of service benefits that are prescribed to him. As for the UAE labor law, and that's it. So there is no sort of case per se for, for to be made um, on the on the matter of the mori resolution. However, okay. if he thinks that he wants to, you know, sort of uh, claim for unfair termination, sort of severance pay, then he can do so. Right? If he wants to uh, go down that route, it's up to him.
2: Yeah. Okay, so uh, and I think go ahead. okay. I, I was just gonna add that um, I feel like also part of this uh, was somewhat also covered in the your latest blog post on the website, right? Yeah. Uh, where you guys kind of also spoke about that as well.
1: Yeah. So the fact that you know COVID nineteen related termination, you know, are, are, can be perceived as unfair or arbitrary, um, but by, by the labor courts, but we haven't seen any cases. Uh, come up. I mean, this is, you know, mm-hmm. sort of very, uh, very early days of COVID. We don't know what the sort of, you know, the consequences are of COVID-related terminations, right? Will Do the you, labor courts... Mm-hmm. Do you have an idea patient?
0: of when we might be able to see it? Because that will set the precedent for how businesses are going to kind of conduct themselves.
1: Hmm... I could say I could say in the next over the course of the next two to three months, okay, you'd be able to see um, uh, more cases COVID related uh, labor cases coming up, and um, and it's it's actually quite interesting. In fact, the uh, the more I reached out to law firms, and they've as a uh, sort of as an initiative and asked if law firms could. Um, you know, to step in uh, and help out the em- employers by negotiating and mediating between employers and employees in the event that there's mass layoffs and a lot of labor disputes. Uh, but I don't see many of them going to court because everybody's trying to appreciate the other party's situation. It is difficult. If if it happens, then, then you know, I would always... Uh, um, think that the 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 courts will take the the uh, the side of the employees as as okay. as is the case you know uh, yeah we'll see we'll okay. yeah. see
2: yeah uh, we'll see also i just i just wanted to note i guess for our listeners that might not know what mohri is that's the ministry of human resource and Amortization. yeah
0: yes and so yeah
2: ministry of labor Britain,
0: mm. Pre- oh yeah, more commonly known. <laughs> labor, aka. <terms, laughs> Ministry a. of Labor. AKA. Yeah. You gotta get <laughs> with the lingo in yeah, Dubai. Ex- it's,
2: uh... <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sometimes we throw about these acronyms and I'm like, oh, actually, most people don't. Ministry of Labor. Yeah. Oh, okay, there. And then, then, you know.
2: Yeah, that's what they're familiar with. Exactly. Yeah.
0: So, actually, that's so. I The next question is an interesting one. It's not employment related, but it's something that I know a lot of people I know. Will want the will not want to hear the answer to. But here's the <laughs> truth. We bring you the truth every week. So the question is: My boyfriend and I were thinking of moving in together because he lost his job due to COVID. It's more financially secure, and also I feel more safe living with someone than alone during these strange times. What is the legal way for us to do so?
2: At a moment like this, I feel like I cow. I could hear a cow in the background, like ayo. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, there's so there, it seems it's so funny because I know that this is a circumstance for a lot of people. And what do they do? What's the legal thing to do? What's the practice? I don't know.
1: The boyfriend and the girlfriend want to move in together to save costs.
0: Yeah, right? but also probably because I mean as a woman I wouldn't want to live alone if in fact there's a second wave of a lockdown. It it helps to live with someone else or be in a quote-unquote bubble with someone else. Um because Dubai nights get lonely, yo. Like I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, uh, it's it's interesting. I mean, <laughs> thank you for posing the question. I think this is this is one one question I think many people uh, many lawyers would uh uh, would avoid answering or at least they'll just answer in a sort of black and white format and the black and white version of it is as you you know may, may very well be aware is it you know it's it's not legal it's not legal for a boyfriend and girlfriend even a fiance uh, to be uh, residing with another fiance's um uh, apartment or residence so that's that's not that's not legal at all and okay. you know it's. Um, you know, it could be subject to some um, uh, penal uh, consequences, which honestly I haven't looked up recently because <laughs> we haven't encountered that many cases. Okay. But as is the case with um, anything that happens in Dubai or in the UAE, uh, you have to look at what is commonly uh, accepted and what is the law. Mm-hmm. right? There's a lot of things that are the law, and, and, but they sort of, you know, they're commonly accepted in practice, right? Um, for example, if a Muslim goes into a bar... I the, the the security or the bartender doesn't really check whether he has a license to, to purchase alcohol to, or drink. Yes. Right. Yes. So it's, um, that is a commonly accepted practice. Is it legal? No, it is not legal. Right. And the same applies here. Yes. Uh, it is not legal for the, for the girlfriend and boyfriend to move in together. Is it commonly accepted? Yes. It is socially commonly accepted here for them, for them to move in with each other. And, um, and that's that's really where where I stand on it. I mean,
0: that's where there's the not line more is, that yeah. I can
1: say. Yeah, there's not really more. Fair enough. I mean, just, you know, mm-hmm. get married as quick so, as
0: possible. So, <laughs> yeah, you can do a quickie marriage. Uh, I think, I. you know what, for the next show, a quickie let's, marriage. Look up, let's look up the marriage. <laughs> I, this is a question for me, actually. What I'm would the, the answer be for these? Yeah, for this couple, right? Because, they, if what? well, if they want to get married, which is the legal way to do things here... What would the? New, I'm sure there's a new practice in place, like an e-marriage or some sort. Anyways, I'm gonna find it if there is one. Well, let's. I'll take a look. I'll update <laughs> you guys next week.
1: <laughs> there's no but, need for an e-marriage now. The governments are back, so they. Oh, uh, that's right. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I got married in the most. Convenient... You can just get a regular marriage. Wait, wait, yeah.
0: Ahmed's telling us a story about his marriage. I have a feeling there's a yeah, shortcut.
1: I his got married in Al-Bashamol. Al-Bashamol, <laughs> Al-Bashamol Marriages, you know, it's they sorted us out within like 45 minutes. It's what? Done.
0: Wait, okay, wait, wait, wait. So one second. Did you need to fly? Um, I believe your her did her dad need to be here or
1: Yeah, yeah. Her dad came. So
0: her dad so you bring you bring Mm -hmm. her you know, um the the person who's her father or her brother or her uncle, the nearest person. Yeah. And they sort you out in like forty five, like a Vegas shotgun. I mean, you just get
1: a couple of witnesses. Yeah, I mean (laughs) what is what is typical is that when people go and get married in the course they need two witnesses. So Everyone witnesses everyone's everyone's marriage, so it's you know it works out, but it's very very simple, <laughs> very simple to getting married. Yo, that's so loves. that's the answer. Yo, to shout our out listener. to, to <laughs> Yeah, that's the yeah. answer for our listener. Yeah. You can
0: you can do a quickie marriage. That's the legal way if to you, do this.
1: <laughs> it's a quickie marriage yeah. forever, though. It's not a. It's a <laughs>
0: You can check out Ahmed's explainer videos for divorce proceedings if you wish, yeah. but like, yeah, for the, for <laughs> you can check out MIO <laughs> law firm for the divorce proceedings. But the answer to the question is the only way to legally live together is to be married in the UAE. But the common practice culturally and uh, societally yeah. is that there is an open space to navigate that. And you do so on your own kind of prerogative.
2: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Cool, 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 cool.
2: <laughs> <laughs> love it, love it. To their credit, they named it Tasil for a reason, because it makes your life what easier. What does Tassil yeah. mean
0: for our for our non-Arabic tass- speakers?
2: Tassil is like is to ease. Oh, ah, yeah.
0: okay. And in Arabic. Yeah, and tass- yeah.
2: So the government office in Al Barshama is called Tasil, right? So it's there to make your life easier. You get all the if I'm not all the entities that you would usually deal with in one space, and everything is done in that.
0: Shout out to them. Shout out to them.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: As they, they came up with the name also. I don't know if it was there before, but there is a name for the expats that want to return oh. to the UAE. They have to apply to a, hmm. a department. I forgot what was it called. Um, but it's also something similar to Tasheel.
0: Okay, so there's um, another process. I have processing. to look it up now. Let's look it up for next week. Let's definitely look it up for next week because I I think that will be something that will be helpful to a lot of people.
2: Yo, shout out to their branding team, whoever's coming up with these. (laughs) I know, right? Well done. I I love it. it. Like, (laughs) will they ever run out? They're so good. Never. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's off point. All right. I think that is what we've got for this week's episode. Thanks Thank so you for Thank your you guys. wisdom,
0: your time. Thank it's you so much. It's always a good run over here at Legalish. Thank you very much.
2: Man, you're welcome. <laughs> it's always you're a welcome. lot of fun. <laughs> Thank you for, for the advice and for your time. And thank you to everybody listening for tuning in to this week's Ducan Show Legal-ish. We'll be back next week with Ahmed Oda to answer all of our legal questions and yours. And for those of you guys who have any questions, please definitely DM us with the questions you guys got. Or you can send us an email to hello at thecanmedia.com. And we promise we always do keep it anonymous. More poorly Remember You're not stuck at home You're safe at home <laughs> Take care Till next week We are
0: responsible hey. We're responsible I am <laughs> responsible
2: <laughs> We are responsible
0: I love you guys I'll see you guys next week Thank you <laughs> Thanks Ahmed
2: Take care Take care Bye, Bye. Thank you Salaam
0: Salaam